Hey everybody, welcome back to Simply Holy Living, a practical guide for living the open-handed life every day. And welcome to the season of Lent 2020. I'm so excited that you've decided to celebrate the season with me. I know it's not typical for us because we, we kind of think about this as a Catholic holiday or Catholic season. And it kind of is, but I think that it's going to be something really cool for us to be able to glean from. Um, so today I just wanted to start by talking about the history of Lent, where it came from, and then sort of what it can mean to us in 2020, hopefully. Um, so somewhere around the 3rd or 4th century, Christians began to set aside the 40 days before the resurrection of Jesus in order to um, see if they could connect with the suffering of Christ in some way. Um, the word... Lent, uh, the word Lent actually comes from the old Anglo-Saxon term Lincoln, I believe is how you say it, and it's referring to the lengthening of the days. So if you think about um, how the days are, you're going from the cold, um, short days of winter with the bare trees and you're coming into the season um, where the days are getting longer and longer, the lengthening of the days, until finally you have green leaves on the trees, you've got you know birds making their nests and you've got the flowers blooming and you've got full on springtime. And Lent, the word Lent has kind of become synonymous with springtime. And it really is a beautiful way to go into this time of year. And the idea was to take these 40 days and to figure out is there some way to sort of impose a um, some sort of suffering on yourself so that you can participate with Jesus in the sufferings of Christ if, if that makes sense so they the Catholics would traditionally do something they would give up something um, for this time that would make them feel a some sort of pain you know some sort of wanting so that they could find some sort of connection with Jesus Christ um, and they would do other things too with the fasting. They would give up meat on Fridays, I believe it was, and that kind of thing. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about what we can do to that end. But they would start on Ash Wednesday, which is actually today. And what they would do is they would go to their local you know, church and the priest there would have uh, some ashes. And actually, a really interesting fact is that those ashes would come from the previous year's Palm Sunday. When they had Palm Sunday and they would wave the palm branches, they'd burn those palm leaves and they'd save those ashes. And then the next year when the parishioners come in, they would put the cross on their forehead with the ashes of uh, the Palm Sunday from the year before. But they get, the, they get that mark of the cross and the, the thought is to remember it's from ashes we come and ashes we will go. We have a very, very short time on this earth. We are, you know, spiritual beings having a, 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 um, a human experience. And to sort of give a nod to that, to sort of say, I'm going to remind myself of that, that there is only one thing that's important, and that's my spiritual life. That is the most important thing. I'm going to set aside this time to remember that I am but dust. You know, I'm, I'm living each day that I have breath in my lungs is because God has allowed it. So it's a time to remember that. So as we're going into this season, there's a couple things I want us to think about. There are some things I don't want us to think about too, so I'm going to start with that. You know, as I've been talking about Lent with a few people, uh, you know, it's been sort of funny because they've all said the same thing, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do Lent, I'd give up something, I'm going to fail at it. Um, and, I, and I understand what they're talking about, like, I'm going to make a commitment to something and then I'm going to fail, I'm not going to, bring, I'm not going to be able to live up to it. But I don't want us to think about it that way. I think what I would like for us to do is I would like for us to think about um, the words I want us to use are intimacy and connection. I want us to think about that these 40 days are designed to help us grow in our intimacy with God. 
through a connection to the cross. And if that happens, then that, that's the win. That's really the goal. Um, the goal is not to be perfect in some sort of commitment and all that, but the goal is really to grow in your intimacy with God. So as we go into this time, we want to make sure that we're, we, we do want to pick out something that we can sort of deny ourselves. Something that is painful enough that we'll notice it. Um, something that would cause us to think about um, Jesus every time we have that pain or that want. Um, and remembering that that's the goal. Because the suffering in itself is not the goal. I wanted to read this uh, particular quote to you from one of my Lent books. Okay, so right, right now, before I do that, maybe I should show you these books. There's a few ways that you can do this for Lent. You can decide that I'm going to have a daily reading every single day for the next 40 days. Oh, and actually, it's more than 40 days. I did not know this, but um, they don't count the Sundays in that. I didn't know that. So whatever you're fasting from, they wouldn't do it on Sunday. I don't know. Um, and so it's actually more than 40 days. But for the next chunk of time, um, you could decide, hey, I'm going to do a, a Lent reading every day. Well, I have this book called Bread and Wine, and this is a really great Lent book, Readings for Lent and Easter. I also have this beautiful book that Karen Chung gave me one year. It's called Preparing for Easter, and it is all, the, it is all from C.S. Lewis's writings, which is awesome. You could also go online uh, with Biola. They always have Lent, just like they celebrate Advent. They have a daily reading and a day, you know, they have a really cool thing. It has a song that goes with it and a poem that goes with it and some visual art that goes with it. It's really beautiful. Um, but you could get yourself some sort of, you know, guide for Lent to guide you through these days. Or you could just decide, I'm going to read the book of John for these days. I'm going to read all about Jesus. I'm going to spend, I'm going to immerse myself in Jesus for all these days. Or you could decide, I'm going to study Passover. Um, I'm going to study the Exodus from Egypt while I'm studying about the cross and the crucifixion because you know that Jesus is the ultimate Passover lamb. We're going to be talking about that a lot. So it's actually, you know, the fulfillment of the Passover is um, real. We're really celebrating Passover as well. It's just that our lamb, the blood over the door, is the blood of Jesus over our lives. So I don't know, just you have to think, what is a way that I could connect with God during this time or connect with Jesus during this time? But it is not the suffering that does it in itself. I wanted to read you a quote from this book that I really love. It says, merely accepted suffering does nothing for our souls except perhaps to harden them. Endurance alone is no consecration. True asceticism is not a mere cult of fortitude. We can deny ourselves rigorously for the wrong reasons and end up by pleasing ourselves mightily with our self-control. <laughs> suffering is consecrated to God by faith, not by faith in suffering but by faith in God. Some of us believe in the power and the value of suffering, but such a belief is an illusion. Suffering has no power and no value of its own. It is only as a test of faith that it has anything. You know, it is meant to give us uh, something tangible, something physical to draw ourselves to God. You know, this is the same idea that um, was 
that was behind Jesus going into the desert. Now, these 40 days, of course, 40 is a very biblical number. We got 40 days in the ark while it rained. We have 40 days that Jesus went into the desert to be tested. We have 40 days um, after Jesus' resurrection and before his ascension. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big biblical number, right? Um, and when Jesus uh, came up out of the waters of baptism, in, in Matthew it says that the Holy Spirit led him into the desert to be tested by God. That was why he was going there. It wasn't just that he went into the desert to fast and then he was tempted. It was the intent and the purpose of it. So it was a self-imposed um, suffering that would produce a spiritual dependence upon, upon God. So whatever we're doing to ourselves, whatever we're denying ourselves, it really is for the end goal being that our spirits would draw near to God. A couple other ways you can think about it is it's like spring cleaning, just cleaning all that stuff out of your heart that maybe has crept in even since the new year. You know, some of we make New Year's resolutions and maybe by this time you're, you're already needing to clean stuff out of your heart. I know I am. Um, or it's sort of taking a, just like when Jesus went into the desert and he fasted for 40 days. You know, when, when you allow yourself to empty out completely of food, when you allow your stomach to get hungry, and to growl, you know, when you do finally get to eat, it is like a feast. And that's what we're kind of doing right now is we're, we're imposing a time of fasting on ourselves um, from various things. And so that when Resurrection Sunday comes, it's a feast. We get to feast on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that's kind of the feel is we want to empty ourselves of ourselves and all those things that we rely on that are, that are not of God or, or just we rely on instead of God. Maybe they're not like n n evil things, obviously, but just things that have been taking the place of him. So um, I want you to think about what it is that he's, he, he might be calling you to give up during this time. It needs to be something that makes you want, that makes you uh, feel that uh, some form of suffering. Um, I've heard of people giving up caffeine. That would be serious suffering for me. No coffee or tea or whatever. I mean, some people give up uh, junk food or fast food or sugar or chocolate specifically or maybe they give up a certain meal out of the day those are all the food things you could give up social media you could give up Netflix or whatever it is um, that you know you know something that would mean something to you or perhaps this is a time for you to add something in maybe you need to maybe you're gonna want to add in something cool for these 40 days like I'm gonna pray the offices for 40 days you know that's praying at six nine 12, 3, 6, and 9, or praying um, at the top of every hour. That is a very cool experiment if you've never done that before. Setting the alarm on your phone to go off at the top of every hour and pray it every hour. It is crazy. I don't know if you could keep it up for 40 days, but it definitely shows you how fast time goes and how quickly you can get your mind off of God. Um, or maybe you just want to add in just to make sure, hey, I'm going to do one of these readings every single day. Maybe that's a big commitment for you. But, you know, adding something in or shaving things out of your schedule that you're just not going to do for the next um, six weeks or the next four, 40 days or so. That you're just not going to be that busy. You don't, you know, you want to set aside your Monday nights or set aside this, whatever, for God. And, you know, a special time with Him or whatever. So either it's a time of letting go, it's a time of adding something in. It's a time of wanting, allowing yourself um, to empty out during this time so that by the time Resurrection Sunday comes, it, it really is a feast. Um, so your assignment is really just to get 
get alone with God and really hear, listen to his voice and hear what he wants you to do. Um, maybe it will have something to do with that word. If you did this at the beginning of the year, that John Eldridge thing of, you know, listening for a word that's going to guide your year. Mine was the light. Mine is the light. I bring everything into the light. And uh, perhaps God is bringing you back to that to remind you of that. Um, you know, something that I'm going to do is... I really want to reignite my faith sharing. So I'm like really dedicating. I'm going to share with 40 people in 40 days. That's what I wanted. 40 people in 40 days. God help me. So I, I'm really um, trying to go for that. We'll see how that goes. Um, you don't have to make these things public. You can if you want. Or you could just keep it between you and God. Or you could have it, um, you know, maybe your small group wants to do this together. And you guys could hold each other accountable and remind each other of who uh, God has made you to be. You know, remind you of your identity in Christ. Um, so, you know, however you want to handle that. I'm, I'm going to... I think I'm going to be able to make a video every week. We'll see. And maybe a little bit more, maybe a few more videos as we get close uh, to Resurrection Sunday. But for now, what I'm thinking is I'm going to make about a video a week. So that's what you can expect. I'm thinking that won't be too overwhelming for people, but it'll be enough to keep us on track throughout the season. So I really hope this helps you to understand a little bit more about where Lent came from and what it can mean for you this year. And I cannot wait to go through this whole time together. Until next time.